So what is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Got a good show for today, breaking down my top five rookie wide receivers heading into the NFL draft, which is on Thursday. Definitely excited for that. Going to try to do a top 10 running back video also. So looking at it, guys, we're going to be breaking down some rookie profiles that I have. And all these profiles are available on my Twitter at DynastyFam underscore pod. So make sure to check us out on Twitter if you want to see these profiles, the top 15 wide receiver profiles that I have. Also, if you want to check out our videos, make sure to check out our page and give us a follow. So starting off, guys, on my number five wide receiver, and I really like this receiver. This is probably one of my favorite receivers. But I have Josh Downs right now as my wide receiver five, only 21 years old, right? 21 and a half, basically 5'9", 171. So he is a little bit smaller, guys, undersized, definitely. But 82% of the slot, guys, 14% out wide. So I don't think the size is that big a deal. I think he can. He showed that he can just pretty much get open. He's got dynamic footwork, good speed acceleration. And I don't. I think it's good that he's a possession slot receiver, right? We've seen a lot of guys be successful like that as of as recently, right? So he's definitely a red zone threat, guys. Eleven touchdowns. This dude gets open pretty quickly, right? Good change of pace. Definitely doesn't doesn't mind man coverage, right? Some of the weaknesses, guys, weight and strength. So yeah, with people, if people get his hands your hands on him, right, it's a little bit tricky because he doesn't have that strength. But good luck getting your hands on him, guys, because he definitely has good footwork. And he got good change of pace and tempo. He definitely has the ability to get open and separate. So some of the stats, guys, he had 1,000 yards. He had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, right? And he was the top five in receptions and yards in 2021, guys. And in 2022, top five in both receptions and touchdowns. So definitely just has a knack for getting open and finding spots in the zone or even getting, getting open in man, right, using his great footwork. So right now I think – he is draft capital predicting maybe early second, right? I think he'll go second round. I think he'll be top 50 pick. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit after that, maybe the 50 to 60. But he is my wide receiver five. I definitely like Josh Downs. If he goes to a good spot, I think you'll be able to get him in your drafts, probably like in the early second round. And I definitely like him, man. This guy just produced, man, production magnet. Still young. He's got a lot of potential, a lot of talent. So I like Josh Downs. I'll probably be taking some shots on him in my early second, right? Earlier second, depending on how the draft plays out. So looking at my wide receiver four guys, I like this player too, right? Zay Flowers, another small guy. This dude is pretty much dynamic, man. A playmaker. We got threat on all three levels. Good track, ball tracking ability, elusive runner after the catch. This dude makes, I've seen plays, this dude makes three or four players miss and the same play. So definitely got the great short area quickness, good speed acceleration. Obviously, the weaknesses of downside is going to be the size and the strength. Also, the drops, 10.3% drops his senior year. And he is a little bit older, not too, not too old, but he'll be 23, right? Coming into that, uh, to the 2023 NFL season pretty much. So he is a little bit older of a prospect, but I definitely like Zay Flowers. I think that he has a really high ceiling, right? Some of the comps are Antonio Brown. I don't know about that, but definitely I think that he has a high ceiling. I I think between the player after this that we're going to talk about, I think the player next that we'll talk about probably has a safer floor, but I think that Zay Flowers definitely has a high ceiling. So I wouldn't be surprised if this dude hits, but he is a little bit undersized, had a thousand yards receiving. 
in his senior year. 10.4 average depth of target. Target share, 30%, basically. So pretty good yards per run, 2.22. But he his dominator rating, 46.7. That was 94th percentile for his college dominator rating. And his contested catch percentage, guys, for being that small was almost 60%. So that's definitely good. He can play in the slot, can play out wide. Definitely versatile player. And I think in the right scheme, the right fit, the right landing spot, he can definitely be a great weapon for an NFL team and maybe even for our fantasy teams, right? So draft capital right now, I think he'll be a first-round draft pick. Some people are even saying he can be the first wide receiver off the board. I don't know about that, but that's even some of the rumors right now. Who knows if they are true? But a lot of people, it sounds like, are liking Zay Flowers in the NFL. Definitely going to be a great weapon for somebody. And I like him right now. I'm putting him as my wide receiver four. But depending on how you draft, if you want to draft for ceiling, he might be the player to, to pick at wide receiver three. So looking at wide receiver two guys, I have at my wide receiver three, sorry, I have Jordan Addison out of USC, only 21 years old, 5'11", 173. He's a four-star recruit. At a high school, definitely elite route runner, a technician. He separates consistently good ball tracking ability, body control, change of direction, and footwork. Some of the weaknesses, guys, possible press coverage because he's a little bit thinner. But I've seen him, guys, and he looks like he he beats it pretty easy. But we'll see in the NFL with bigger, faster, and stronger corners. So the strength and physicality, guys, is a little bit concerning. Does go down pretty easier. Also, if guys get their hands on him. So production dip at USC, guys, I think that's one of the things that was concerning. He did pretty good at Pitt, but he did really good at Pitt, right, with Kenny Pickett. He had massive seasons at Pitt. Then he goes to USC, right, a little better competition, and he doesn't perform as well. 59 receptions for 875 yards, eight touchdowns, still good, but definitely not what he did at Pitt. At Pitt, he basically had 1,600 yards. So that was two yards shy of of JSN in 2021's breakout season. So as a sophomore at Pitt, guys, Addison was fourth in receiving yards with basically 1,600 yards. So he's good, guys. He sets up defenders with his change of pace and his footwork. He's definitely a technician. Led the nation in TDs in 2021 with 17 touchdowns right there with Kenny Pickett at Pitt. So definitely prove that he can win, guys, on the inside and the outside at USC. He was not just a slot receiver, right? He used him 75% of his snaps out wide, which was a little bit different than Pitt. Maybe that is why uh, the production went a little bit lower. But he still was efficient and productive, man. 875 yards. I mean, that's still still pretty good. That's just not 1,600. But he did not play a full season also. He did miss a couple games. I think it was two or three games that he missed. So I like Addison. I think he's got a solid floor. I think he's got a high floor. I think him and Downs have pretty good floors, to be honest. I think they're a little bit safer. Um, but definitely Zay Flowers might have the higher ceiling. So right there at wide receiver three, I have Jordan Addison. So moving on to my wide receiver two, guys. And I know a lot of people are not going to like this. You probably already know who it is. But I got QJ, man. Quentin Johnson. I don't know TCU receivers, right? You're not going to like it. But, guys, I'll say he is not Jalen Rager, guys. There's no way. He's 6'3". Jalen Rager was 5'11". 6'3", 208. I definitely like me some QJ, guys. I know he, he he had some drops in the NFL Combine, and people were talking about him and dropping him, and he is dropping on a lot of people's boards. But I'm still keeping him at two, guys. I think the ceiling, if you're talking about ceiling and upside, 
right? Is the floor not safe? Yeah, definitely. I yeah, he might not. Have, he has a low floor, but I think if you're going for ceiling guys in your rookie drafts, I like Quinn Johnson. We'll see. He still has to get good draft capital and a good uh, good landing spot, right? I've seen Patriots, right? Definitely wouldn't like Patriots, but. I definitely like QJ, guys. He's got good size and athleticism, obviously. Just explosive playmaker. Alpha X receiver. One of the few true Alpha X receivers in this draft class. Speed and twitchiness. Good body control. Good release package. Weaknesses, guys. Contested catches were a little bit low. And everybody's you've heard that a lot, right? Only 34.8% contested catches. So sometimes doesn't attack the ball that well for having a, such a high vertical. He had like the third highest vertical in the draft, 40 inch vertical. Definitely doesn't high point the ball all the time, but that's something that I think that he has the ability to do that, right? In my opinion, I've seen him do it, doesn't do it consistently, but still developing in the full route tree, but just the size that he has, right? I have, he doesn't play to his size and athleticism consistently, but 1,000 yards out of six receptions, six touchdowns, 77 PFF receiving grade. And one of the things, guys, his yak per reception, 8.9 was his yak per reception. So yards after catch per reception. That was six in college football. And then also yards per route run was 3.05. That was eighth in all the college football. So I definitely think that QJ has a lot of upside, guys. And I think that at the next level, he has all the traits to be elite, in my opinion. And with the talent athleticism, I think he's got one of the highest ceilings in this draft class out of all of these prospects. So we'll see where he goes, guys. And depending on your risk level, I think QJ might be someone to take a gamble on. And also maybe depending on your team, right? If your team, like if you're, if you have the luxury, QJ is going to be there, guys, like around, he's going to be there, like in pick eight, nine in your drafts. And I think, man, that's a solid receiver to get and pick eight or nine, right? Probably after Levis, depending where Levis goes. But I like QJ, man. I think if you have, if you're a team that basically if you're a contending team and you got picks eight or nine, man, QJ is going to be a good, solid consolation prize at the end of that first round. So my wide receiver, two guys, let's see if I have anything else on QJ. Eighth in total yards after catch, also. And, and only 58th in targets. So despite being 58th in targets, he was eighth in yards after catch. It was close to 800 yards after the catch. So I definitely think, guys, that he's very, very solid receiver. And also, guys, his win rate versus man, right? He had a 75% win rate versus man on Matt Harmon's reception perception. So I think that QJ definitely has a lot of upside. I think people are sleeping on him. And I don't mind getting him right in. Like, I wouldn't get him early right in your draft. You're not going to have to, though. But like I said, you're a contending roster. You're picking at the end of that first round. I mean, he's definitely worth the gamble because he could be a solid wide receiver for our dynasty rosters in the near future, the very near future. So definitely interested in some QJ. So now going on to number one, guys, no shocker at all. We got JSN. I also have, guys, if you check my Twitter feed, I have a – Article on JSN, the undisputed wide receiver one, got some good little nuggets in there. So, guys, I know you'll hear a lot about Q, about JSN and his his uh, speed, right? His long speed and all that. And they, people say he's not fast, but this dude gets open and he's fast on the field and where he needs to be for his position. So, definitely elite short area quickness, right? He was first, as you should have heard, in the three cone and the shuttle drill. And, guys, he has just amazing yak ability, 
right? Maybe not with the speed, but with that short area quickness and that just elusiveness and the way he's able to maneuver his body, he definitely shakes people out of their shoes. And he was first in yards after catch in 2021 season, which was his sophomore season with 790 yards after the catch. His contested catch percentage guys was first also in 2021. It was 90% contested catch rate that is amazing guys only 10 targets all right nine out of ten but that's showing that guys are not even close to him guys for him to not even be bothered right and have contested catches only nine out of ten contested catches was basically first guys he was second somebody had somebody was a little bit ahead of him but it was like the guy had like two out of two catches i don't even remember his name he's a no-namer guys but jackson smith and jigba definitely uh, the elite receiver and the undisputed wide receiver one, in my opinion, guys. He was also led all of college football for the contested catch percentage, but also, guys, he was third in yards despite being 31st in targets. So this is 2021 as a sophomore, right? Second in catch percentage at 85% catch percentage or reception percentage. And then first in yards per route run with 4.01. That was all as a sophomore, guys, his breakout sophomore season while playing alongside Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who you may have heard that he led them also right in receiving yards that year. But also, guys, he had amazing stats if you compare him just to college football as a whole. So I think JSN, the undisputed wide receiver one, in my opinion, and in the opinions of many in this class. I'll talk about some of the weaknesses, guys, some of the concerns possibly the one-year production right as a sophomore, but it was amazing, guys. So I wouldn't really worry about it too much. He definitely showed that he has the talent the ability. Maybe the injury concerns, guys, he had that soft tissue hamstring that kind of held him out. He tried to come back. He couldn't come back from it. Hopefully we don't see that rear its head in the near future because he does have that elite twitchiness, that elite short air quickness. Hopefully that hamstring is all healed and doesn't hamper him in his NFL career. That's the only thing that I could think about that could be maybe a little bit concerning. But JSN, I think, just a solid prospect, elite prospect. I think after this year, I think he'll be sandwiched in between uh, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave in Dynasty rankings. So JSN, my wide receiver one. So be sure to check out my other wide receiver videos and be sure to give a like and comment on this video, guys, who you think uh, who you like on this list, who you don't like, maybe some guys you agree with, some guys you don't agree with, or maybe some things that I don't know about some of these players. And be sure to check out these profiles. They'll be on our Twitter very soon.